So that's why I got them. I was going to South America, and so I got my eyes lasered, and I got Chacos. <laughs> and three months later, I was still good. Coming to you from a dusty road, Austin, Texas, the live Frisbee capital of the world. It's the Sold Out Podcast. With your hosts, Nice D, Dr. Flatball, and Mr. Wim. Is there somebody in your apartment upstairs? Uh, Purcell? <laughs> Is Purcell up in the apartment? Purcell! We're down here! That guy's a real piece of a poo-poo. Man, I posted a, a funny video on Twitter from y'all's practice, and it's been like 25 minutes and nobody's liked it. <laughs> if it's like like seven seconds and Matt Bennett hasn't liked it, then you I guess it, I guess it was a dud. Nah, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, too. How about this? Mick Walter is leading the league in black. That Damn is ready. insane. He's 23 feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> and he also man. kind of runs with his wrists kind of out weirdly. I wonder if that makes him help. a racket. Yeah, it's like he's holding a racket. <laughs> God damn it, stop talking on the mic. I got insight to share. You guys got to make the intros. <laughs> Wait, and that, that was a great insight. Mick Walter runs like he's holding a racket. Yeah. That is that is true, but you're still in the doghouse. For okay, talking. sorry. Super extremely secret guests who aren't talking yet. Season four, episode five. Is it episode five? It's something. It's an episode. Feels right. In season four, I am your executive producer of Sold Out, Mr. Huemo. To my left is... Nice, D. And you shouldn't feel bad for not knowing the episode because I I didn't know the season last time. That was that was great. Yeah. And Elliot Moore of all people called me on it. If Elliot Moore's correcting you, <laughs> who? Wow. Shit. And to my left is the one and only Doctor Flatball. And it's season four, episode four. It's our golden episode, and you guys are both idiots. Oh, our golden episode. Yeah. Ah, Forty-four. Charles Strawberry. Daryl Strong. <laughs> Indeed. What, dude? Wow. He's 18. What are you talking about? And then when he went to the other team, the Dodgers, he played under the number 44. So you're a, a Dodgers strawberry fan? <laughs> Strictly a Dodgers <laughs> straw man. Da- uh, Daryl Strawberry was Nice D's favorite baseball player growing up. I believe that 100%. If you're a kid and your favorite player isn't the guy named Strawberry, yeah. you don't have a soul. That's true. That's hey, true. if you had a favorite baseball player, feel free to hit the donate button. <laughs> Right there, uh, it's right underneath the link to the thing that we posted, and thank you for your contribution. Yeah, you could join such other esteemed sold-out uh, sponsors like Holleran's Mom. Uh, Mama Walker! She did? She did. With snacks. With snacks. Oh, yeah. with sna- yeah, snacks, yes. Uh, my good friend Mike French. And of course, Matt Hankey. Uh, don't forget, uh, Badfish, a tribute to Sublime, on tour, always. Catch them in a city near you. I feel like there was one more. Oh, Tank for for, for backing oh, yeah. your, your, your gamble. <laughs> tank, my enabler. Thank you, Tank. Oh, there's one more. Uh, uh, Trainer Jaeger is also a sponsor. As long, only as long as we keep talking about Rory, Chase, and Wolf and their workouts. Oh, because they work out. Yeah. Uh, listen, I always feel a little self-conscious bringing in guests, and they always preface their appearance here by being like, look, I can't start much later than whatever time we're starting at. And then we they get here, and we tell them they can't speak for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good warm-up. 
not quite not quite yet. I want to set the stage for who we are and where we're at so far in the season. We're sold out podcast. We're the sole super fans. Damn this right. is uh, if you're a first time mm-hmm. listener, make sure you go back and listen to all of them. In particular, the one with DJ and then Coach Terry having a pee off. Yeah, it's a good one. We mic cross- up their pee. Uh-huh. Yeah. They cross swords. Make sure, yeah, make sure you go get that one. The cross swords. Um, and the Soul are currently sitting at one and two. Big stuff coming up for these two. Uh, appreciate y'all coming out tonight to Soul Out HQ. Why don't you introduce our guest here? I'm going to give Nice D a, a shot at redemption. Thanks. He totally stole it from him. Thanks, He man. was ready to introduce the guest, and you're like, actually, I'm going to do it. Well, I, well, thank you for throwing it back to me, because I just did have two more quick quick hits about Walsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, just real quick. Uh, Walsh, uh, last weekend, during his Sunday <laughs> demolition party, um, invited all 500 of the people on his homeowners association list serve no. to his party. Yeah. Twelve showed up, but one had brisket, so everything was great. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Um, also, Walsh knows who at Lord Walshclaw is, but he won't tell. <gasps> he knows who it is? Yeah. Is it him? <gasps> I asked him that. He said no. It's so know. out of character. Yeah. For it yeah. yeah. It's not Walsh. Yeah. Anyway, so those are the things about Walsh. Yeah, well, that was an episode of Things About Walsh. Great episode of Things About Walsh. Yeah. I think you tossed it back to me. I am going to toss it back to you. Thank you very much. Go for it. I'm going to try it in my worst, best newscaster voice really fast. Today, we are joined by the owner of the Austin Soul, Mr. Patrick Christmas. Patrick Christmas has brought along with him player and assistant general manager, Ryan Purcell. How's that? Pretty good? We're so happy to be here. Hey, it's really happy. I'm more happy. Great to be here. Yes, which one's which here for the listener? I'm Patrick Christmas. He's the one in the blue hair. I'm wearing a soul hat. I'm Ryan. Right off the bat, uh, owner of Patrick Christmas, thanks for coming in. I'm trying to get you on for a long time. Uh, there are a lot of anxiety, I think, coming from you about uh, saying something wrong, getting in trouble. What are you so worried about? Yeah, I thought we weren't going to use real names here. <laughs> Call me Batman. <laughs> no, I, I think if you watch pro sports, there's a lot of, you know, people saying the wrong thing at the wrong moment and then trying to backtrack of well that's not really how i meant it and you know in general i've always just avoided saying it so we got some ideas things we're going to chat about one thing i want to get to is who's you're the assistant gm who's the gm patrick oh owner and gm well that's the thing bringing on more owners i kind of wanted to focus more on the gm part like owner in my mind was always like i'm gonna sit somewhere and drink wine and enjoy this and i haven't quite gotten to that yet (laughs) so in the meantime i'm the gm which is doing a lot of stuff and uh bringing on other owners to kind of help out and uh yeah it's been good who are the other owners purcell here yeah we got mike dowdy he made he gave me this hat. That was pretty great. He also throws flat fucking hucks at pickup yeah. really far. At pickup today there actually was a news van there from CBS and they camped out in the corner. Yeah. yeah. So we were trying on the sideline, we were trying to figure out what their like lead to the story was like. Nobody has a job in <laughs> yeah. Austin. A lot of dipshits gathering at twelve. <laughs> um, so X, uh, before we sort of more properly introduce Purcell, I have one more question for you. You said that uh, you had the sipping of wine in your imagination when you when you were thinking about this job. So, no, not when I was thinking about the job, but when I was thinking of what an owner means. And I'm like, mm. we're going to take a lot of work to get to that. Where I can stand up in the box and, you know, you can show an awkward hugging moment of me after the game. We mm. should have Walsh's shop class build just one penthouse box. 
for X and his family, and he can watch from above and drink wine. That would be awesome. Sounds like a death trap. Yeah. Yes. Sounds like a lawsuit. Yeah, we'll just bolt it onto the side of the stand. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Well, it wouldn't be legal to drink wine there, but if you do it off the parking structure, I think that might work. Yeah. I have a question for X. Going back to last time's episode, last episode, we talked about uh, Flatty's debut on the mic as commentator. How close were you to firing Dr. Flatbop to the first one? <laughs> we're going to get awkward in here. No, I, I didn't mind, actually. It was just, it, you know, the very next day, the, the commissioner of the league is texting me about this. I'm like, oh, shit, I need to, I need to get into this. Success. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought, too. You sent a very, very nice email to me. That could have been so much more heavy-handed. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, thank you. No, it was true, though. I, I watched all the other podcasts, or not podcasts, whatever, streams that weekend, and they were boring. You know, Lepler does a great job, and everybody else is just trying to figure it out. And so I liked that we at least came with some color, and then it's just kind of bringing that back to not calling Dallas stupid fucking idiots all the time. <laughs> <laughs> or at least not outside of the Sold Out podcast. Yeah. Well, whose stream is it? I mean, in my experience... In and the, like in the NFL and stuff, the the radio announcers from the home team, they can be as biased as they want. Biased, yes, but the league's still pushing this professional aspect, and that's oh, what they're right. going to get on us yeah. for, is not mm -hmm. looking professional. That's true. That's true. Now, going back to doing crazy things in year four, it's not clear to me how professional we should be trying to be as ultimate versus how weird and crazy, which is kind of what minor league baseball and other things do. Um, but I, I know, you know, certainly as players and as the league, that's where they see themselves as, as legit, professional, polished. For, uh, for context, uh, <laughs> we said on air that Abe Coffin was a nihilist who killed people, uh, and was named after his favorite object to bury a human body in. Yes, that was one that of was the one things. Of, you said. One of the many, many things. We I thought said. that was absolutely genius. I texted you about it when it happened. Yeah, it's true. Hey, the fans loved it. <laughs> yeah, actually, I didn't get any complaints except from Dallas fans. So, oh, that, okay. all in all, I even had like an Atlanta fan say that y'all were really funny. So, eh, not bad nice. overall. Mission accomplished. You pissed off the Dallas fans and everybody else loved you. That's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I can die happy. <laughs> hey, X, that's not the first time I've heard you compare this AUDL to a minor league, to, to kind of like the, the flavor of a minor league baseball team. I'm going to swing it over Breakside to Purcell and ask him if he agrees with that assessment. Do you see similarities there? Uh, I think there's potentially there is. And... Yeah, they're, they're happening in, in pieces, different franchises around the league. We have aspects that I would equate with minor league baseball, but I think what Patrick is saying, we might even need to swing further that way if we really want to uh, reach the people we're not reaching right now. Farther the way towards minor league baseball where it's like entertainment is yes. valued. Yep. As opposed to the stern professionalism? Yes. Good to know. <laughs> I totally agree. I mean, I think, I mean, you know, it's an, it, how much of it is sports, how much of it is entertainment. I think it's. Yeah, to some extent, the league really prides themselves on getting media, getting on TV and other stuff. And if you measure that, we're almost never on the sports channel or on the sports news. We are on the color, the, you know, flavor of the week. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if we're going to get more visibility at this point, 
It's for being colorful. But even Sports Center Top Ten, while they're showing us on Top Ten an amazing play, they're also laughing at us and calling yeah. it disc golf. That's and true. Yeah. Just that's because they're idiots, I think. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Can we salmon burger back into Ha Ha Land? This yeah. is way too serious. All of a sudden. Hey, dude, I got a Ha Ha leading question. Can I throw it out? I want to know. You know, the people want to know things about their heroes that uh, are just just make them seem like everyday people you know and so i'm going to ask you some everyday people things can we sing the song one two three ah, and everyday people nice there you go that cool. was beautiful nice everyone was in a different key but i was definitely out. off key <laughs> um how do you guys deal with, because uh, I had this problem about like 20 minutes ago, I just shaved. How do you guys deal with the Adam's apple when you shave? Purcell, you first. <laughs> I've got a few colics, including one right around my Adam's apple, so I have to change, you know, the direction of the hair changes. So Exactly. It is It is tricky. You, one option is just not to shave. Or there's the commercial, has anybody seen this commercial in the NBA playoffs with the dude who's like, his whole life has been ruined shaving, and now Gillette's got the razor for him? That sounds like the razor that I want. It might be. You should watch this one. See see what you think. Okay. X, what do you do about the Adam's apple? Um, I specifically curate the attitude of not caring. So, like, if I sometimes miss and there's a half-inch hair on my neck, uh, my wife will get it later. Or I won't, and it'll be an inch by the next time I cut it. Wait later when your wife is shaving you? No, I mean, she'll look at me and be like, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. Did I miss something? All right, so you'll err on the side of leaving the hair, not yeah, not going to cut myself. Mm. Dermis, no. So mm. dermis, <laughs> weird question, Nice D. Uh, earlier in the in the day, uh, Nice D posited tonight should be all about how we think we're better owners. We could be better owners of the soul, and then we come up with all sorts of great ideas. So they're going to bounce these ideas off of y'all. Oh, great! And we're going to get your reaction. Kick as out the jam. So uh, take it away, guys. We gotta kick it out. Uh, I think that my first idea was pretty solid. Um, once per half, a wild animal of some sort is released onto the field, and the players have to work together to corral it. It's a beautiful display of sportsmanship. <laughs> I think 100%. I mean, it should be worth points, too. It should be part of the game. Which players do you think would be most likely to catch the rabbit animal? Ooh, gosh, okay, we're talking about like a <laughs> raccoon or something I on think, the field? I think raccoon is a good baseline. Yeah. Not anything like uncatchable. It's not like a crazy fox. I mean, I'd send Meeks personally. But. <laughs> if he's paying attention, then he, then he'd have a chance. I was trying I, trying to think, are there any wrestlers? I feel like someone who was a wrestler oh, uh, would be I bet a good... like Brandon Dial. Yeah, maybe Brandon. Unpack that a little bit. What about uh, Meeks and his attention span? Is that a problem on the sidelines? Uh, I think he's got a little bit of that space cadet in him where he loses focus and got to get back into it. That's funny. Loscorn was telling me uh, a story about Meeks where he Meeks came to a practice. And first of all, I was surprised that Loscorn goes to practices. But that's another story. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's how you get better. <laughs> I just thought he gets like a dad pass or something. It's like, look, I'm only coming to the home games. But um, anyway. not practicing. Right. Anyway, so he said that Meeks just kept coming up to him and other people, he found out later, and saying, man, I had so much lasagna last night. <laughs> and everyone was just like, dude, you already said that. You're telling everyone. But uh, <laughs> Sometimes that's the highlight of your night. I guess he yeah. is the one to go in and catch the raccoon. 
Now, what if it does your answer change? And we can move on after this. But does your answer change if it's like a moose? Yeah, you definitely want someone bigger. Yeah, I think Carter. <laughs> Great Carter? answer. That seems like the closest match. Carter versus Moose. Excellent. Carter v. Moose. It's like a Mortal Kombat match. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Number two, you guys are going to love it. Player gets more than two drops in a game, cut off a finger. <laughs> in which case, who's the, who's the player most likely to lose a finger first? Let's all say at the same time who we think it is. Ready? Three, two, one. Lucky Jonathan. <laughs> what the fuck, John- man? Jonathan? <laughs> I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. What the fuck's wrong with you guys? There was one more great one here that I want to bring out as a serious one. Uh, the soul, the new soul mascot, Ozzy the Ozone Layer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I haven't worked out in my head quite yet. So it's like a hole. Is it? Is like, the ozone? <laughs> I just think it was like Ozzy Osbourne. If you have him yeah. there on the sideline, yeah, yeah. that could work. But is the ozone layer a friend of the sun? i.e. the soul, because it blocks the sun, which is kind of like throwing shade on the soul, but... I mean, if if I could get somebody to do the, the backflip, the Ozzy Smith, that would be... Ooh. That would be Ozzy the Ozone. 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 Okay. Ozzy the Ozone. Yeah, Maybe that's the that flaw in it. Is it Ozzy the Ozone? It, does, it makes you... Oh, different phonetic O's. What about yeah. Ozzy the Fuck. Ozone? That's layer. hard. Scrap it. Turn attention to Purcell. We will get to some real friends. We talk with you, Purcell. But I do have some some insider questions that need to be asked of you. Okay. Uh, one was, make sure to ask Poissois about his bartending gig in Cincinnati last summer. Um, I think someone is referencing the after party at Club Worlds. And we ended up at a bar that was understaffed. So we uh, staffed it. You... <laughs> It was an unstaffed bar? It was wild. Did Bjorn still have his pants at this part? Gosh. Uh, I think they came off at multiple times throughout the night. So God. Uh, I got one for... Um, oh, you do you have one? Yeah, I have more. I mean, there's a lot of questions. I mean, you're definitely the most mm, accessorized player in the AUDL. There's been a lot of questions about your general accessory accessorizing as a player. Can you, can you break down your pregame, you know accessorizing routine i can but now it involves a lot of uh layers of compression garments just to keep all the limbs attached (laughs) keep things in place yes keep everything in place uh no skin for the turf or the sun to eat up and i usually wear a wristband of some kind i've been with the soul i've been wearing my rainbow wristband for all four seasons now after the uh charlotte raleigh trip we took in season one i remember I that you all remember mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and same for, wristband for every game uh or so, do you yeah, a couple of those a couple of those but same style yeah and what else i guess i i usually do play in a hat and sometimes i wear something underneath the hat to soak up the sweat socks I don't know if I'm the most accessorized, but I'm 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 up there. I'll admit d- that. I think. What do you think, Flatty? I think he's definitely the most accessorized. I think most accessorized for sure. Got gloves, as far as I guess, another accessory. Sheer number of accessories. I'm not. They're not the most um, flamboyant. That belongs to Muffin. He's the most 
atrociously accessorized. Yeah, just um, gross, disgusting just stuff. Just no one wants to look at it. Uh, but yeah, you have a lot going on. That cup, you've been wearing that cup since season one, too. Same cup. Yep, I haven't washed it. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you, have, you probably have the most acreage of anybody. Coverage, you know? <laughs> and, and actually, when, when we were watching... Acreage, jeez. I mean, you know... <laughs> Taking liberties with the language, fellas. Um, last year, when we we were watching uh, college something or others at the UT Fields, you were in a beach chair on the sidelines watching with us, and you were completely covered. And it was just before your wedding, and like wh- I just want to know what your deal with uh, the sunlight is. Like, what do you? T- you just want really? Awesome Are you skin allergic or? to the sun? Because that is going to be. Sun. Pretty tricky being on the sole. No allergies. Just usually don't don't want to put sunscreen on, and so so that I don't burn. I cover up. Okay. Trivia, guys. Who else in the sole does not wear sunscreen? Walt. Nope. He said it on this podcast. Um, Based on how red he is, I'd usually say Mitch, but I think that's just oversight. <laughs> no, yeah. Madness. Remember, he said, despite being fair skinned. He said he doesn't wear sunscreen. That's insane. Yeah. I think he tries to cover up. Oh, he does cover up. He's, he covers up, too. Um, this inside source also had a question for Christmas, and it was, uh, what was your name at University of Texas, and did you wear a shirt between games, and did you have any torso accessories? <laughs> uh, I had a lot of nicknames at UT. Uh, the first week, I was Nips. Which is because I came in with nipple rings and <laughs> probably spent a lot of time without my shirt on. And so that was on my hoodie that I got at UT and I've had for 20 years since then. It, although that was only my nickname for like a week. And then, uh, yeah, Christmas got shortened to Xmas, which got shortened to X. And then I don't know how it got turned back to sex. I think that was really Calvin, which is <laughs> even more awkward, but I don't, I don't know. Because he's still, every time I see him, I'll be like in the airport and I'll see Calvin and he'll just yell, sex! (laughs) And then we chat. Uh, Purcell, if you're you're choosing players on the soul and what, here's what I'm getting at. If X came to tryouts, (laughs) what, what would the team think about having him join the team? Like critique X as a player. As a player, this is great. I haven't seen him play all that much. I think if he came to tryouts, he would be uh, com- competitive. I think he could belong out on the field. And I think as we get older, we slow down a little bit. And that's the 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 difference. What is going on with the team right now? I have a few questions, team specific. Starting with, is Elliot going to get on the roster or what? Is yes. he playing this weekend? Yes. Fucking nice. finally. Yeah, finally. Tell us about this trip coming up this weekend. Uh, who's going? What's the matchups look like? What's the vibe with the team? Uh, the team is, I think, excited to go on the road and, and see how we measure up. Uh, we obviously have played Raleigh once, but uh, Atlanta has been real competitive in all four of their games, but they've lost them all. So I think they're... Um, it, it should be a big event. It's it's interesting because Saturday Atlanta is hosting the uh, ATL Block Party. They're calling it. Mm-hmm. It's got the girls' high school state championship game happening before our game. 
then us, and then the um, PUL game between uh, Medellin and Atlanta after us. Mm -hmm. And then I heard that the the Colombian women are driving a few hours after us, chasing yep. up, up the highway to Raleigh and playing after us on Sunday afternoon. What kind of a roster y'all bringing? You bringing the full twenty person squad? You bringing lighter squad? We're bringing. Uh, 20, 20 guys. Uh, Darrow is going to be available to no shit. Uh, absorb a few points, perhaps. I think that's more likely on Sunday than on Saturday. But uh, yeah, no DJ this weekend, so that's a, a loss. I'm trying to think who we're, if we're getting anybody back. Elliot is first time on the roster this season. Uh, I'd have to look at it again. So does that mean your center handler, who's kind of playing center handler now with DJ not coming? Yeah, I'll be doing some of that i imagine um we'll we'll mix up guys like getting the disc to kyle at the start or having him you know cut cut first and then flow flow from there jason maybe but it'll be a, a new rotation new o-line uh walsh and wolfpack or no walsh is gonna go uh for sure on saturday and then see how he's feeling going into sunday um if if he's healthy, then he'll go again. But uh, I think we're focusing on the Saturday game, prioritizing that one in, in terms of uh, you know PT and the squad that we're bringing. Is that because you think uh, you have a better chance of beating Atlanta, not as good of a chance of beating Raleigh? Yes. And I think just generally, if the, or if the order of games was reversed, it might change the situation a little bit. But... If you look at the stats, you know the teams that play back to backs. The second game, they're not winning very nearly as often as the as the opening game of the weekend, and so uh, just thinking strategically about how you how you plan for the weekend, uh, the Saturday game is, I don't know, put a number to it, but significantly more winnable against the same. You know, if, even if you're playing the exact same team, Saturday and Sunday, Saturday right. is a more winnable game. So if you're assistant G or your yeah assistant GM. Does that mean on these road trips you're also like doing double duty, like you're doing travel managing and shit like that? I am doing some of those things. Most of it's taken care of beforehand. Patrick does a ton of that, uh, but actually, like you know, getting the rental vans and yeah. I'll be doing some of the driving. But there are other guys who are, you know, Daryl will be involved in that, and other players will help too. Aside, like, so it, I'm thinking like X, U, Darrow, Walsh, in terms of most responsible like go-to guys for logistics and managerial things who else can you guys count on on a like a personal level who's your boy <laughs> uh, i have two interns from the university of texas so all right they're the ones i get the most help from wait really yeah you have interns i have interns damn <laughs> unpaid uh yes sweet we have one too it, uh tank yeah yeah, yeah. Tank is our unpaid intern. he's great he actually paid 20 bucks yeah he paid to... <laughs> anyway who are those guys uh they're two guys from from university of texas rj and ryan and you know just kind of each year we find people in the sports management program who are kind of looking to cool. get into the sports field how'd you find those guys uh, again, I've actually we met with the professor. Many, I don't know, maybe three years ago, maybe the first year, yeah. and we've been just kind of hitting him up with kind of a request every year, and it, he sends it out to the students, and usually we get a couple applicants. 
That's genius. Actually, I've had to turn some away. Some are, you know, just a phone interview so bad that you're like, <laughs> managing free work is not going to be worth it. Um, but these guys are really, really good. It's, uh, it's people helping people because you need the help and they need the uh, credentials. Exactly. It's good resume builders. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, you should do that with your thing. <laughs> I definitely should. Send those rejects my way. Flatty, <laughs> um, just a, and, and Dr. I mean, Mr. Wham, I don't know if you were involved in this. Do you remember our original misconception about Purcell? Remember we thought he was the uh-huh. son of Prince's documentarian yes, I, for a while? I listened to that episode not too long ago. That was a real thing. Yeah. Uh, Purcell, did you know that there's another man out there in the world using the same name who claims to be the son of the foremost Prince documentarian. I did not. Now you do. He's out there, bud. And uh, causing confusion, you might want to solidify. There there was a ton of uh, confusion kind of surrounding your general identity for a while. That didn't help anything. You really, (laughs) really steered us in the wrong direction for a while. And if you go back and listen to season one, we were we were sold because we couldn't. We were, here's the deal: we couldn't find you on Facebook, and, and, and I really dug around. And I was like, "Dudes, I found him!" And you're not going to believe this little <laughs> bit of information. And uh, that 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 steered us wrong for quite some time. Yeah, it really helped build up the mystique of Persois. <laughs> and Persois. <laughs> yeah, Pedro. So, you might have been our first our first nickname. <clears throat> I think it was. One segment we always have on this this here podcast is uh, a feature player, and it involves a contest about who can say the best feature player. So, you guys, this is your chance to try to dethrone the king, Dr. Flatball. The king. And uh, But before we get there, is our feature player Persois? I think so. Okay. Well, I think feature. we have to shatter that mystique yeah. a little bit. Gotta, we got we to gotta peel, peel back some layers. Get to know you a little better. So it starts with uh, you have to say your best kind of. It can, you can interpret it however. I mean, originally it was supposed to be that kind of ESPN style. But now it's blown open to whatever you can imagine. So Nice D is going to start this one. I personally love when you did Snoop Dogg. That mm-hmm. was great. Well, now I'm going to do an operatic soprano. Okay. Let me a baritone. Today is <laughs> That was beautiful. That was really well done. Exhausting. Okay, Bum, right. you. I mean, Whammo, you. I'm going to do it in like a, a Cookie Monster metal singer voice. Okay. Nailed it. Oh, that did damage. Lasting damage. All right, we're kicking it to my right here is the actual feature player is going to do his own. It's Persois. Today's featured player. Okay. like that approach. Owner, Patrick, nips Christmas. <laughs> Today's featured player. Yep. I was like a quivering jaw. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I the visual was quivering for sure. Every, everyone always gets a little bit of Macho Man Savage in there. Featured player. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Play. What are my people? I'm going to do, uh, can I do Droopy Dog first and then I'll come whatever back? Whatever you want. Oh. Extra day featured plug. Uh, 
<laughs> that was good. That made me unsettled. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, okay, cool. It's today's featured player. So good, so classic. So the way we're going to do this, today's featured player, uh, is we're going to go around as we do. But we're also going to combo this with our other new segment, uh, You Feel Me. So we're going to say some sort of a thing about you. And we're going to say, you feel me? And you're You keep gonna... saying that that was a popular segment. But so far, all that I've heard is some laudatory comments from Kyle Hankey. Which is it. great. I like it. Whatever. I like it. He gave, he gave you like a you feel me shout out and you think it's God's gift to segments. No, dude. I'm just saying it's one of our segments now. Wait, all are right, we... fine. Wait. I was not paying attention. Are we doing a feature player or are you feel me right With now? You feel me. So we're going around and we're saying <laughs> we're something about... Our, we're feeling our featured player. Yeah, we're saying something about Purcell. <laughs> well, like, like Purcell, you're known for your around, blady, lefty flick. You feel me? And if you don't feel me, you say what, you, what your other thing is. What your <laughs> That's other, a good example. Yeah, what your other, like, what you're also known for. If it's not for that kind of like... I tried to throw it once. You have this way, it looks like you're kind of like doing a little tomahawk chop thing and somehow it still kind of goes flat and I tried it once I turfed it I tried to do the Purcell so you feel me? I, I think yes and the inside lefty break is the throw that I think I can get to anytime I want inside like like this back, backhand, backhand break what do you guys think about this? when Purcell's throwing the disc it looks like he's just like playing with a yo-yo you feel me? <laughs> not really no it's just the way it comes out of your wrist it's like a yo-yo alright he didn't feel me Flatty it's your turn whatever uh, no wait ask me cause that one's like he can't see himself throw so oh, ask me yeah we need to, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. don't have the it can be directed proper... to Purcell or it can be directed hey, to somebody Flatty, else in the room you feel me I feel you yeah <laughs> it does you got kind of a like a release and recoil mm, exactly you know? it's like a, and then you kind of like Dance, like, dance like a, off like a yo-yo kid would do. <laughs> like a kick, like a kickback. Yeah, it's beautiful. There you go. Is what it is. Okay, I got one non frisbee related. When you drink beer, you drink almost exclusively dark beer. You feel me? <laughs> I feel you. What up? Yeah. yeah What's your dark beer pref? I like I like porters and stouts generally, so whatever's on the menu. X, are you feeling that? Do you like porters and stouts? No. All right then. <laughs> All right then. He does not feel you. After twenty years, I finally give it up. Tried to pretend that I like beer. I don't like beer. You don't? I don't like craft beer. I don't like any beer. But if I have to drink a beer, it should be Coors Light, and it should taste like water. <laughs> okay, Persuade. You, on some sort of a defensive switch on a turnover, you get lined up on, let's say, David Richardson on Raleigh. You've got some veteran moves to handle that defensive matchup. You feel me? I mean, if, if it's David Richardson, I'm staying behind him. And then hopefully putting a good mark on and causing a turnover that way. But if this is up in the air and I'm going against him, uh, go up early, try to make him misread it, depending on how, the shape of the disc, or uh, bump him. And see if we can get us both, you know, to fly over our heads or something. But it's not a good matchup, clearly. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying you got some moves to handle the situation. Sure. Yeah, well, I got one. Are you familiar with the Muppets at all? I am. Okay. Uh, you know how Kermit was sort of the nucleus around which all the craziness developed? 
are you the you, you strike me as the Kermit of the soul. You feel me? <laughs> Maybe. I don't actually. I, I don't know the Muppets well enough to understand how Kermit was oh. a fulcrum for the show. He uh, <laughs> he was the most purely motivated. He had a certain purity to him. Oh, that's mm-hmm. definitely not me. That's I do not, not you? feel you. Oh. Really? <laughs> oh man. Maybe X. Maybe X is the Kermit of the Soul. Do you feel me? No. Oh, so the soul, oh, the soul doesn't have a Kermit. It's oh, just well, spinning out of control <laughs> as a wild Kermit tornado. Is. The Kermit could be Wolf. No, it's definitely not it's Wolf. Walsh. It's Walsh. If, it's Walsh. If it's not these two, it's Walsh. Oh, okay. If you were, if the three of us and you were to switch roles and we were professional ultimate players and you were a professional musician, you would be a smooth jazz musician. You feel me? <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Well, baby. <laughs> What's your instrument? Like a flute or a, like a alto sax? Uh, alto sax. Alto sax. Alto sax. <laughs> What kind of music do you listen to? I'm kind of all over the nah, place. Nah, you can't say that. Who's you? Who are you jamming right now at maximum volume in your in your in your whip in your Prius? In your Prius. What was that? What playlist? Uh, today was uh, Back Porch. Back Porch. Mm. I have no idea what that means. Is that like John Mayer? No, it's a, it's like a little bit more country than that. Sturgill Simpson. Oh, I love Sturge. So. This is what you were jamming at max volume? Not max volume. Okay. This is what you just listening to today. Okay. This is your mood. Mm, yeah. This is nice. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling a sudden urge to lay you down and make sweet love to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the back porch? On the back porch, baby. Uh, well, we there's also some, uh, before we get out of here, we got to get these Twitter questions out of the way. Uh, I'll start here. Uh, this is for both of y'all. Would you rather have the power of flight, but can only manage to fly at 10 miles per hour, or super speed, but every time you stop, you immediately poop your pants? Huh. Mm. Weird one from uh, yeah. Twitter person number one here. I won't say who it is. Can I go with the not pooping my pants option? <laughs> not pooping pants. I think I would go super speed, and uh, you're going to figure out how to deal with the poop you're gonna get some tearaway <laughs> underwear or something you know i've worn adult diapers before they're pretty functional i think that uh if if pooping your pants is the consequence of flying at super speed bring it the fuck on yeah we'll deal with the poop anyway i think it makes you a real offensive threat if not only you're super fast but you <laughs> shit yourself every time uh assuming it's a typical tuesday lunch would Patrick rather eat bacon-wrapped brisket or pizza-wrapped cheeseburgers? I'm assuming this came from Paul, so I'm going to say bacon-wrapped brisket. Bacon. And he's making it. Would you rather have to wear cleats for the rest of your life when you walk or have to wear flip-flops anytime you run? I mean, you guys both showed up wearing flip-flops, so. These are chacos, not flip-flops. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you chocos. can sprint in those. Yeah, I do. I mean, as fast as I can run, anyway. Actually, it's at more like twenty-year-old chacos. So this person definitely. Oh my knows god! <laughs> yeah, that's Paul. <laughs> Wait, it, it, does X have a thing about wearing these chacos? 
Well, my first pair did last like 10 years, and I still have them. These are actually not the first pair. So they're only like six years old. <laughs> How do they strap on? Where do you get in on those? I don't know. You can take them off. Yeah, they yeah. for 10 solid years. You want to get in there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. I mean, there are no, only six I'm, years I'm right. of, of sweat in there. They're they full, look great. They form to your feet. It's wonderful. That's like an updated Tevas. No, okay, this is, I, don't even go there. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm with you. Hey, um, if, you, if you had to choose one to hike in for the rest of your life, Chacos or actual hiking boots? Oh, Chacos. That's why I got them. Man. I was going to South America, and so I got my eyes lasered, and I got Chacos. <laughs> and three months later, I was still good. I got my eyes. I think that might be the intro to this episode. Maybe. I got my eyes lasered and my feet chocoed. Dude, those are the lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to be sticking contact fingers in your eyes when you're dirty for three months. That was my logic. <laughs> He's a fucking sound by machine. <laughs> well, do you feel like your feet have changed shape or just the shoes? Uh, just the shoes. I don't know if anything. They actually if, have a bit of an arch. If Most, we were to put some cleats on these bad boys, would you play in them? Yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Get the R&D department on it. Let's Are you go. the weirdest owner in the AUDL? I doubt it. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Really? Oh, there's some weirdos. Dish on that. Can you dish or is Dude. it seek? Ultimate alive and well. <laughs> yes. I mean, it takes some weird people to... Buy a professional frisbee team. Very true. So, well, do you guys have any any parting thoughts for the, your your fans here on Sold Out Podcast before you head off on this road trip? I hope everybody's going to tune in this weekend on AUDL.TV. Check out our games Saturday night in particular. That's a big one. I hear there's going to be a watch party, right? Yep, we're going to the tavern. Nice tavern at what time? Uh, it's a four p.m. game. Our time. Um, so 4 p.m. watch party at the tavern. If people subscribe to Soul or subscribe to AUDL.TV, they need to choose the Soul as their favorite team. Obviously. Yeah. Correct. It's part of like the registration. You pick a team. Gotcha. So you go in there and do that, and y'all get a couple pennies. We get a couple pennies. The league gets a couple pennies. Well, you can tune in on AUDL.TV to see the Soul win back-to-back games. If y'all win back-to-back games, I think you're in a good position to win or to make the playoffs. There's only two spots in the South this this time, right? Yeah, it's gonna two be spots. it's gonna be tough. I think we, we definitely got to win at least one this weekend. If we came home with two, then we're we're sitting in great position. You know, uh, what is that? Five twelfths of the way through the season. So I'm coming up on after this weekend, we'll almost be halfway through the season. It's kind of crazy. And like uh, Tampa's in first, and they're undefeated. So it's yeah. like don't don't hold your breath. I don't think it'll stay that way. Yeah, and y'all finished with games against Tampa. True. Which is helpful as far as your schedule. So these are the ones you really got to win. Right. Well, good luck, y'all. Thanks for coming on the pod. Thanks for having us. Hopefully we didn't we didn't make you feel too uncomfortable. Uh, thanks for bringing your guacamole thing. Your Whoa. salsa. Yeah. What was Not it? guacamole. It is Doña style <laughs> salsa. So creamy jalapeno. Doña, where is that from? Don't you know? What? Uh, Doña oh. from Taco Deli, who is a sponsor Ooh. of the broadcast, aren't they? Nope, not our sponsor either. Oh. You're just making up all the sponsors we don't have. <laughs> I do love that you showed up with like some weird guacamole and, and X showed up having eaten some uh, 
Eating some some expired chicken. Some some raw chicken in a blue. It was raw. It was fully cooked rotten chicken. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you describe. Yeah, you described really, it as poisonous. Yeah, that's a great before. way to get get ready. But uh, for now, guys, I gotta go. All right. <laughs> Closing thought. I like that both of you described Purcell's salsa as guacamole. Soda. I'm a soul.